Hi guys, Vagabond here, coming to you from Hawaii, where cryptocurrency is really, really hard. They make cryptocurrency very hard in Hawaii. Uh, our, we have a little bit of a nanny state here, and they've decided that since cryptocurrency has some financial risk involved in it, that any time a bank lets its patrons use their money to invest in cryptocurrency, the bank has to keep an equal amount of money that they invested to make up for the cryptocurrency. And since no bank wants to do that, uh, they've basically um, made it impossible to do business with the exchanges, which means that you have to jump through all kinds of weird hoops in order to do cryptocurrency here in Hawaii. Um, but there are still a small group of us who are big crypto enthusiasts who found our way through these hoops and figured out how to actually engage in the very fun and, for some, lucrative pastime um, of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, things like that. So the first thing you might want to be asking is, what's a cryptocurrency? Well, essentially, to understand cryptocurrency, you have to understand blockchain. And what a blockchain is, is it's a decentralized ledger. Okay, so a ledger meaning a record of transactions, and it's decentralized, meaning it's not just in one place. It's distributed uh, throughout a wide array of computer systems and not controlled by just one party. Okay, so it's trustless, so you don't have to trust, like, the bank to record the transaction right. Um, so it's a decentralized, trustless ledger distributed in a wide network. And then it's encrypted so that it, it can't be changed. No one can read it unless they have the private key and the public key. So the public key points to where it is. The private key basically unlocks it. And you're in control of that if you own the cryptocurrency. And then, uh, in order to do all these transactions, they have to be paid for. And how do you pay for the encryption and the, the hashing, which, which is what the encryption really is, and the storage and all of that? You pay for that with the cryptocurrency. So the cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, has value because it's actually paying for the maintenance and creation and uh, distribution of the blockchain. I hope that makes sense. I think that's the simplest way to explain it. So essentially you've got a, a, a book of transactions that are encoded and then they're spread out to many places so that they can't be changed. And the way that you pay for that service that, so that no one has a trust and no one can change it, is you pay for that with tokens or coins, like cryptocurrency. That's it. That's what it is. That's, that's as simple as it is. Nobody seems to uh, be able to explain that very simply like that in the media, but that's all it is. It's a ledger book that's been encoded and shared out so that nobody can game the system with it. And that's what makes it so valuable. So, in Hawaii... They make it very difficult to invest in that. Hawaii is a funny state in that way. We don't have any gambling whatsoever. Uh, again, protecting our citizens. Uh, but Which has also made Hawaii's number one tourist destination, Las Vegas. Which I think that the uh, Vegas politicians and the casinos, I'm pretty sure that they pay pretty heavily to keep Hawaii a non-gambling state. So that this, it stays the number one tourist destination of people from Hawaii. Cryptocurrency is a bit like gambling today, if you're engaged in it. And I know some people may not like me saying that, but the truth of the matter is nobody knows exactly which cryptocurrency is going to end up 
becoming the de facto world currency. One of them is going to. It's already happening on a certain level. Most likely it will be Bitcoin. It has first advantage. Uh, it has the advantage of not having a founder uh, who is visible and public. Nobody knows who Satoshi Nakamoto, the guy who uh, wrote the Bitcoin white paper that, uh, that launched Bitcoin. Uh, nobody knows who he is or where he is or even if he's still around. There's nobody in control of Bitcoin. It's essentially he wrote and launched a code and disappeared. So that's a big advantage. He also wrote a very solid code, a very well thought out code, and the people who have taken control um, of that by building all of the nodes. And when I say taking control, what I mean is they're actually the, the miners, the ones who are doing the hashing, doing the work. Um, this is a wide network of people who basically are so far distributed that it's impossible to game the system. Impossible is a funny word. It's extremely difficult and it would be extremely expensive and since these are the same people who have a vested interest in Bitcoin actually having a value, it would be against their own best interests on top of that. So far, I haven't seen any argument that would make it in their interest to game the system. And even if it were, I don't think it's possible without something like a quantum computer, which is 20, 30 years down the road, if ever, going to happen. So what is the value of cryptocurrency? Well, the value is, essentially, the other day I went to the bank. I made a deposit. The uh, bank teller, a uh, nice older lady, uh, she actually made a mistake. She put my money in somebody else's account. And when I went to look at my account later, I saw that that mistake had been made. I had to trust the bank to put my money into the right account. If I'd been using Bitcoin... I would have gotten the money and it would have gone directly to me or to where I wanted it and it would have been hashed and there would have been no need to trust that nice older lady and there would have been no way to, for her to make a mistake. The mistake could have been made on my end but not on their end. And there are a lot of bank mistakes that go unnoticed in the world. So you guys, you may be asking... There's so many cryptocurrencies. Which one should you invest in? Well, I'm not going to give you the answer to that. The truth is, I think Bitcoin's a solid investment, but this is not financial advice. You should do your own research. Past results do not guarantee future returns, and I am not a financial advisor. So, number one rule in all of this, do your own research. Number two rule, don't invest more than you can afford to lose, because cryptocurrency at this point, early in the game, is a lot like gambling. Now, if you'd like to know a few of the currencies that I've sort of placed bets on, and that's essentially what it is, uh, whenever you buy a cryptocurrency at this point, you're essentially placing a bet. Here are the cryptocurrencies that I have placed at least a little bit of skin in the game on. Litecoin. Litecoin is very similar to Bitcoin, except there's four times more of them, so the price could reach about one-fourth of what Bitcoin is. They like to say it's silver to Bitcoin's gold. We can talk about Litecoin in a complete other episode sometime. I like Ethereum Classic. Ethereum is suffering a lot right now, uh, different from Ethereum Classic. And Ethereum is essentially the, uh, it's the base on which a lot of distributed applications are built. So things like games and uh, social networks, websites. Ethereum is what 
many people have said the next internet might be built on. I don't think that that's necessarily going to be true. I think it's more likely to be something like Ethereum Classic, Neo, or possibly even Tron. Uh, Ducademic is another one that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, John McAfee, who's kind of a, um, a weirdo celebrity uh, crypto guy, uh, who said if Bitcoin doesn't reach a certain price, he's going to eat his own dick on national TV. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, even if it doesn't reach that price. At least I hope not, and if it does, I'm not going to watch it. Um, anyway, Docademic is a favorite project of John McAfee, and what it is is it's essentially using uh, cryptocurrency to pay for uh, medical services over your mobile phone, um, which is an interesting concept. There's Zero X or ZRX, there's EOS, there's Bitcoin Cash, Soliqua, Cardano, uh, Tron, which I already mentioned, Stellar, Digibyte, uh, Bitcoin Private, Bitcoin Dark, Verge, Skycoin, Quantstamp, Heal, Basic Attention Token, Grosselcoin, Linda, Dogecoin, Knobs, the Bzop, Steam, Litecoin Cash, Gollum, uh, Power Ledger, Poets Coin, uh, the Knowledge Token, NEM, uh, the OMG Token, Bytecoin, uh, Kilowatt Hours, Huli, and my personal favorite, and maybe the best one out there, because I'm one of the co-founders of this particular uh, cryptocurrency, Lupex. That's L-U-P-X. And if you want to find out about Lupex, just go read our white paper. It's at lupecoin.org, L-U-P-E-C-O-I-N.org. You'll see me on there. I am one of the co-founders of this magnificent coin, which is going to bring you amazing things. If nothing else, it'll bring you a smile. So go have a look at lupecoin.org and check out Lupex. And in terms of all of this, remember, do your own research and do not invest more than you can afford to lose. Trust me on this. You do not want to invest more than you can afford to lose. One last thing, do not invest more than you can afford to lose. This is gambling. Make no mistake about it. At this point, this early in the game, you are gambling if you're buying cryptocurrencies. Know that and act accordingly. Do your own research. Aloha. Hey guys, and if you want to interact with me or you have questions, anything like that, uh, or you just want more, you can find me on Twitter at Vagabond. That's the at sign, V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D. You can also find me at the Telegram group that I set up. So to go there, you would type in t.me slash Vagabond's House. All one word with no punctuation. So that's V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D-S-H-O-U-S-E. Hope to see you there. Aloha.